Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Spoiler warning. Uh, If you don't want the movie Sisters spoiled for you, um, if you don't want to know where where the story goes and the twists and turns of... The mid-budget comedy sisters. <laughs> then you best stop listening now because we're going to get into it. Peace. I hate the word. I got, I got trust. I got one leg and a bucket of chicken. I'm going to play a little cornstarch on my werewolf, man. Luigi Mario. Everyone and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama. This is a podcast where each week myself, Mish, and my friend Zach have a chat about John Leguizamo and some sort of movie that he has been in. Uh, sometimes it's a movie, it's a TV show, a music video, whatever we can be bothered watching that week. Uh, my name is Mish Wittrup. You might know me from Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama, the Wendy Williams interview episode. Mm. I was a main feature. Um, uh, and I'm joined, as always, by my dear friend, Zachary Thomas Ruane, who you might know from. From uh, commenting in the latter half of John Leguizamo's Instagram Live a couple of weeks ago, uh, which we will get into. Oh, my God, we have to talk about that. To try that. and support um, Mishwitch up in her goals. But um, we, we will get into that. Uh, but I don't want to do – because that's such a long – I'm going to go on about that for so long. Yeah. That it would be rude not to introduce our guest before Absolutely. I do that. Um, so, warning to our guest uh, before we introduce you that we are going to introduce you. We'll give you around about thirty seconds of time, and then Zach and I are going to talk about John Leguizamo's live on Instagram. I, great! I'm excited about if that. If you're a John Leguizamo fan, this is this is like <laughs> this live is now, in my opinion, up there with Chef, with uh, Mario Brothers, yeah. with oh uh, Tu Wong Fu. Um, this is a five out of five leg with Starmo live. All right, all right. Uh, this well, live is there. It's like <laughs> it is. It's it's. It was huge. I, I'm so excited to tell I you. I only it. saw the uh, the ad for it where he did a little picture and he put it on Twitter and he said, "Hey, I'm going live and I missed it." Hi, hi I'm Annie. Hello. Oh, nice no, we're going to introduce you. <laughs> no, no, we'll, no. Do we'll do it. Oh my bad. We'll do it. We're professionals. <laughs> I was too excited about it. <laughs> so Zach and I are joined by our dear friend, the hilarious comedian writer actor. She's absolutely brilliant. We're so happy to have her here. She is 50% of comedy duo Annie and Lena. It's Annie Lumsden. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I started a snap for myself. <laughs> That's good. Um, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, guys. No, thank you so much for being here. I'm very You're excited. So I'm so excited. Um, it's interesting that we're having you on this week. We had Sam Lingham on last week mm. um, and Zach and I used to live with Sam Lingham. <gasps> But here's a fun fact. fact. When Zach and Sam moved out, not because we had a fight, but they graduated university. We graduated. Um, We were ready to take on the world. Guess who moved into our little abode? It was Annie Lumsden. I did do that. Yeah, Yeah. you did. You did move in. Yeah. 
So I've, I've also lived with Annie Lumsden. I know the couch that you've sat on with Zach and had many a chats and darts. Yeah. I've also sat there. Uh, no darts. No darts. <laughs> no darts. <laughs> no darts. Because you have a singing voice you need to maintain. Exactly. And, you know, alcohol is my poison. Babe, with you. With you on that, babe. <laughs> did you take on Zach's old bedroom? Um, oh, I can't remember. It was the one like right next to the lounge room. Oh no, no, that no, wasn't. That was uh, that was like a, a rotating. That was my of... old bedroom, and then yeah. when the boys moved out, I took one of the front rooms. Yeah, you we would have taken Tim's there. or mine. Mine was the front. If I'm standing in the yeah. kitchen, <laughs> yeah. so okay. <laughs> basically, the way the layout of this house was. <laughs> So imagine you're on Ballarat. the front. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. We did a podcast maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, where I spent 45 minutes describing the layout of the cinema I used to work at. Oh, so it's a little joke about um, the fact that I was going to do that again. Although there were people, there were messages, DMs, comments that were like, do that. That was the best thing you've ever done. Oh. And I would go, I think as a special treat. Mm. Zach, spending 45 minutes describing a location, that's mm. a special treat. That's a sprinkle of sugar. That's great. I'm not going to do that every podcast. Okay, great. You, you, we, that's your own podcast. Zach describes. Zach yeah. describes. You, do that on your own time, Physical work. A man who has. zach architect. A no. man who has <laughs> issues with his left and right. A Zarkitect. <laughs> Zarkitect. Zach architect. Yeah, that's great. Which room were you in? Were you in Tim's or were you in mine? I was in Tim's, so when you so okay, I'll do it. It's different if I do it. You stand <laughs> oh, boring. <laughs> well, wrap it up, Mish. Fuck off. I'd like to hear it, Mish. Thank you, Annie. Um so little walk down memory lane. Mm-hmm. For the people in this room. That's fitting because you start by walking down a hall. You do. Yeah, which is kind of like a lane. Yes. <laughs> anyway, There's you walk in the front door and either side of you, like so you look directly down a hall mm-hmm. and either side of you on the left-hand side and the right-hand side there's a bedroom. Mm-hmm. I was directly on the left-hand side. Okay, sure. So my window looked directly outside. I did live opposite you once. Did you? Um, I did, and then I moved, and doesn't matter. Just because I had my bike leaning against the window, thinking I'll just keep an eye on my bike while I sleep, and no one will ever nick it. And then they nicked it. Did someone nick it? Yeah, of course. We had some fucked <laughs> stuff happen. Do you remember when that guy tried to steal my car? Innocent. Oh yeah, yeah. were we watching him? Yeah, both you. So um, Annie and I great. saw I someone know. try and steal my car. So my car was parked on the street, yeah. and we like, were on the couch. Out the front, and Haven't some it? some drunk. Dude came and tried, was trying to get into my car, and Annie and I were just kind of watching him. And every once in a while, being like, "Hey, <laughs> hey," <laughs> because we were so scared. <laughs> Stop. Excuse, um, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> hey, and then our, fr- our other housemate Elsie, shout out to Elsie, mm-hmm. uh, was like, "What's going on?" It's like someone's trying to get into my car, and she just stormed she's outside. From she's ship. like, "She'll get you." <laughs> yeah, oh, she'll bloody get you. And she'll she just, bloody get you. She just stormed outside. And she's like, "All right, get on your bike, get get out of here, get on out." And he was just like, "Huh?" And she was just like, "Oh, that's not your car, mate. On your bike." And then Annie was like, "Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much." So funny. Yeah. Anyway, and then one. So there's one directly to the left and one directly to the right. And then you walk a little bit and then there's another one directly to your left and another directly to your right. So it's a four-bedroom house. And then it opens up into your big lounge, kitchen area, some weird study that we never used and a bathroom oh, yeah. that was a corrugated iron bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. Strange that we that that study was never used. Like strange that there was just a room there that was never used. I forget about that room. Yeah, stuffed with stuff from previous tenants. Yeah, yeah. was there? Because I remember when I moved out. I think there wasn't. Like I remember when we were there because there was this sort of rotating. Ne- it was never fully empty. If that makes sense, yeah. the house was never fully like. <laughs> like removed of people, mm. you know. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm laughing because we were so excited to talk about the life, and now we're describing an old room. Oh wow! Shark. This <laughs> is the most on track we've ever been. Annie. Do you remember? Well, but this is. I was gonna, just going to say about this, this, yeah. this, uh, this house, right? Because there was never anyone. Usually, you know, four people live in a house. They all graduate. Four new people move in, and when those four people move out, they've got to do a deep clean. Mm. They've got to do like a. <laughs> Um, but because there was always like, you know, when we graduated, you were there. like when, when I started living there, there was a third year living there. They moved out. And then when you, when I left, you were there and new people moved in. So there was never a point where everyone left. Yeah. And I remember there were dry goods. Uh, mm. I think that's the word for it. Flour, uh, sugar, yes. Um, things mm, that do not go off. Mm-hmm. You know, in your m- l- mind, you don't check the use-by date of a bag of flour because it's a dry bag mm. of flour. Yeah. There were things in the cupboard that were off. Yeah. Like flour. There were things that, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. Spices. In, in, yeah. Spices in date for years. Yeah. yeah. That were <laughs> years worth of yeah. <laughs> out of date. And I, the smell of off flour is with me to this day. Was, yeah. yeah. Was there still off flour in the house when I was when you were there? Yeah, we never cleaned the cupboard. I did. I threw away a big bag of potatoes that had grown more potatoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You, we lived together as well during the mouse plague. Oh, yeah, and you were, yeah, I got the mice, you got the spiders. Yeah, so that was a good deal. when Annie and I lived together, Ballarat was hit with a mouse plague yeah. and we had mice in our house and I am petrified of mice. Yep. I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of snakes. The dark heights, I'm good. But rodents, so mice and rats, petrified. I didn't know that. But Annie. Yeah, right. <laughs> Annie is from. Uh, I'm from Warrnambool. Warrnambool. The city of Warrnambool, seaside town. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I thought you were from more countries than that. No, I know. Um, anything that isn't in a city to me is the country. <laughs> so anyway. That's mice. Um, yeah, and Annie, Annie is fearless with mice. So she would take care of the mice. But she's a little bitch when it comes to spiders. Oh, uh, creepy. You're a little so you bitch. Guys are like a little team. <laughs> say it. Team. Say you're a little bitch. Um, no. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm a little spider bitch. You're a little spider bitch. That's okay. Um, and I would look after the spiders. Sometimes I wonder if we're a little rude to our guests and then I go, nah, nah, it's all part of the fun. And then other times I sit back and I look at my co-host forcing our guests to admit that they're a little bitch and I think maybe we have to work on our technique. No, I'm just hoping to get some fan art where I'm drawn onto a little spider. and. Says, <laughs> oh, my God, if someone could do that, that would be great. And, then we'll, and we promise we'll, we'll, we'll feel bad about not posting it. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd also like to just add right now yeah. that I'm deeply apologetic for asking my very dear friend... To call herself a little bitch. Well, no, no, I actually think it's very funny, and I think mm. you guys are more than close enough to 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 for you to say, yeah, to set up a call yourself a little bitch. Yeah. I'm just saying to a listener who doesn't know how close you are, mm. it's a very funny notion. The idea of someone going on like a on like a Stephen Colbert, <laughs> the idea of like um, you know like uh, maybe uh, some sort of actor, maybe Tom Hanks goes on Stephen Colbert, and Colbert starts going. <laughs> 
I want you to admit that you're a little <laughs> bitch. Is <laughs> very funny to me. How would Tom Hanks handle that situation? Uh, I think he'd handle it like a pro. Yeah. I think he'd just be like, uh huh. He'd like make he'd, a little joke. He'd and know he all the laugh. tricks of getting out of questions. Yeah, yeah. He'd yeah. know all the tricks about getting he, out of calling yeah. himself a little bitch. I think he, maybe he would even, but just charmingly. Yeah, <laughs> in a charming way. Uh, well, I, I, sp- um, yeah, I, I suppose I'm a, I'm a little bitch. Is um, those interviews that like Tonight Show interview looks like the most fucked, difficult thing ever? Because mm. it's not an interview. It's I think really like Tom Hanks. You mean every time? Just Hanks. all of them. It's yeah. like it's it's not really an interview so much as it is like a s- storytelling, like storytelling with a host sitting next to you. Like y- mm. you have to tell the producers what story you're going to tell. Like yeah. with with those interviews now, they go like, what story? Do you mm. want to tell? And they vet stories, and you can't tell the same story twice. Mm. And it's like it's so. And fun little fact: um, once someone asked John Leguizamo what his most um, like what the like the worst show to go on was, and he said Letterman. He said Letterman's no good at interviewing. Uh, oh, fun fun very story. Good. Leguizamo, I remember oh, that from years ago. Um, since I started. I'm just talking directly to Annie here. Since I started Hi. podcasting, mm-hmm. um, there are th- I've learnt there are things that I should say and things I shouldn't say. Like I shouldn't rag on someone that I could potentially work with one day. I shouldn't ask my friends to call themselves little bitches. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, I approve great. of the yeah. second one. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> um, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm about to rag on a celebrity. Oh, oh, I love that. Okay, oh, but I think that this one's okay because it's 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 purely an observation and my opinion. It's not me saying I think that they're fucked, but it's about Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. That's Can fine. I just give yeah. you context here, yeah. Annie? Cool. <laughs> we we've done podcasts in the past where Mish rags on people that are just nowhere near far enough away from us. Oh, yeah. Like she underestimates her own uh, standing within the, the scene. Her six degrees of separation is not six. So like she'll, she'll be like, she'll be like, how shit is this <laughs> podcaster? And I'm like, no, how shit is this television host? And I'll be like, Mish, like, I guarantee you'll be at some like weird after party in two years' time and they'll be there and they won't know. Yeah. Because no I one will. listens to this podcast. That's a very sweet worry to have. Yimish <laughs> is also going to run into all these famous people. But, but like, what I'm saying is she's not, like, Ellen DeGeneres, go for it. Oh. Are you, you know? saying that there's not a chance I'll be on the Ellen DeGeneres show before it gets cancelled in three months? What I'm saying is you throw some stones at Ellen DeGeneres, uh, there's so many stones being thrown yeah. The, mm. the chances of her finding that stone is less. I right? disagree. What if Portia is down here in Geelong? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, party. it's a risk. I wouldn't throw stones at Ellen DeGeneres. She, um, just she's in doing case. that for you. No, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know she no, but what I would say is um, Ellen DeGeneres versus like a like our Gretel Colleen as an example. I'm just pulling it out of my hat. What's that trying to say? Maybe swipes at a Gretel Colleen who has type yeah. host a Gretel Colleen type who has hosted a show with a person with a person that used to be in the same venue uh, as me. Yeah, <laughs> currently in in this where we are, I yeah. believe. Yeah, as she's, well. she's worked with Sam Peterson. Yeah. She's shot stuff in the studio. <laughs> Maybe a Gretel Colleen type is yeah. a little too, too yeah. in our Not as far out of the realm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, fuck. But Ellen. What do you want to say about Ellen DeGeneres? Okay. Let's, let's tear her up. So, I'm, first, I'm ready no. to hear this. Firstly, 
just out of nowhere, Gretel Colleen was an excellent host of Big Brother. Love Gretel Colleen. Oh, my gosh. We love Gretel. The best. You know who I love? Amanda Keller. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love Amanda Keller. Remember that show she used to host on ABC? Did like, they have pop culture. on the Generation one, was she? Like, yeah. yeah. No, well, the, before that she did a show like about pop culture. I remember me and Reese Nicholson <laughs> just had this moment where we were like, what happened to that show? That show was great. She tried other jobs. She tried, no, she's done. She does um the living room now. Yeah, before the living room, before talking about your generation, <laughs> she did a show Wednesday nights, ABC, <laughs> where they would talk about pop culture and stuff. It was yeah. a top-notch show. It only lasted for one season. Myself and Reese Nicholson believed that it was snubbed and it should have gone for more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, noted. Um, but um, you were going to say something. Before you do, though... <sighs> Just before you do it, I just want to give context. I haven't read any news about Ellen DeGeneres in the last year and a half, two years. I think she's so wonderful. America's sweetheart. America's sweetheart. So fun. I love her positivity. Okay, cool. Um, So, Ellen. Ellen does this thing when she interviews people that drives me crazy. Oh, I love this. This is great. I hate it. So she'll have a celebrity on and she'll spend – the first five minutes of, with this celebrity literally saying stuff like, I love you so much. Remember that time you came over to my house for dinner yeah. and we had really good laughs all night and we drank a little bit too much vodka? <laughs> I just love you so much. You're so talented. Your movies are so great. We just we love each other. We're friends, by the way, everyone. Like, we are friends. I love you so And I hate it. It's I hate it. It just drives me fucking crazy. I don't care if you're friends with Wanda Sykes. Have you seen that? <laughs> Have you fair. seen that one where she where she starts by saying, oh, "You had a birthday party that I wasn't invited to." <laughs> yes, yeah. and then it was oh, that's the, that was the beginning of the end. For oh, her. was uh, that was yeah. that was who the, was that? That was the sixty shades of Dakota. So that's I I genuinely I watch that interview every four months. Three yeah. or four months, I'll just chuck that interview on because it is just mm. – I'm trying to learn to uh, – my psychologist is working with me on assertive communication, oh. just how to um, – That's a good example. Yeah. You don't need to be passive-aggressive, just clear, concise Genius. and truthful. Mm. And it is the most beautiful example oh. of assertive communication. <laughs> where she's just like, why didn't – well, Ellen, I did invite you. <laughs> My favourite thing I've ever seen in my life. I did. Oh, that's great. I did watch the Robert Downey Jr. interview on your recommendation. On Is that the one with the? Uh, guess up and says no. I'm oh, I love that, that too. Yeah. What's that seen? one? I've not seen that. What's that? I looked it up after hearing you talk about it. What does he do? Oh, someone asked inappropriate questions. And uh, we've probably like, talked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've talked about it on this yeah, podcast. Okay. Oh, that's so funny, back, but that's yeah. fine. Anyway, um, what about? Oh, yeah, that's but funny. no, I will just <laughs> basically this guy. Tries to go really deep with um, with uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Talks DJ. about his like drug problems, his relationship with his father. In an eight minute presser, he's in a hotel room. This guy sits down, does like one question: Was it fun doing the Avengers? And he was like, "Yeah, it was fantastic. I got to work with all these people, and we um, did lots of special effects." And then he was like, "Now, do you think um, your relationship with your father did that come up for you a lot while you were in prison?" <laughs> Oh my god! And, and it's the most beautiful moment. Which yeah, he just takes off his thing. <laughs> He's like, okay, just, and he just walks out. Just, and it's really like it's really admirable. Yeah. I really like it because it's like 
Because that guy also has a clip where Quentin Tarantino, like, goes him. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yep, I know the guy. Like for the BBC. Because Quentin Tarantino, like, he asks him about violence and Tarantino's like, I'm not going to fucking. And I'm shutting you the fuck down. Yeah, yeah, right. And then Robert Downey Jr.'s response is, like, the complete opposite, which is just like. Okay. I I, I don't want to talk to you Mm -hmm. about my personal life, Mm. so I'm going to leave. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like. In all fairness, Annie, you Hi. like you would have been completely within your rights f- seven minutes ago when I basically forced you to call yourself a little bitch to have taken off your headset and been like, I'm not going to call myself a little yeah. bitch well, and I, walked out of the room. I, everyone gets one one strike. <laughs> so do it so, again and I'm bloody out of here. And I'm, I'm going to do it all, uh, I'm going to get a, a sandwich. <laughs> I'm going to go and get a sandwich. Um, I can't believe I'm going to be the guy to keep this on track. Yeah. But um, – because I'm not. So what we're going to talk about? <laughs> going to talk oh, about the talk live about before we talk about sisters. Yeah, oh. I missed it. I didn't know where I could watch it again. Probably Wait. on Instagram. Yes. I would really like to start this conversation if that's okay. Because I want to say it from my perspective. Oh, a hundred percent. Because you, this is. I know. I was going to throw to you because I only came in a little bit late and I was very confused. So mm. I think it's actually actu- this is your story to tell. Okay. But this live was so good. So, uh, Zach and I have been trying to make contact with John Leguizamo for quite some time. Obviously, we've, mm-hmm. this podcast is now 38 episodes long or something like that. Oh, my God. I know. He does the retweet sometimes, the share. Oh, he loves it. Leguizamo-rama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Um, and we get very excited about that. But what we would really like is a bit of direct communication. So whether that is some sort of message or an email or, God forbid, a live on Instagram. I was on my way to work, on my way into the office, on a tram, mm-hmm. and I get a mess, uh, DM from uh, a listener of this podcast that just says, John Leguizamo has gone live and is talking to fans. And I'm so sorry I don't remember your name, like who did that, but thank you. I immediately on this tram jumped on the live. And there he is, just talking to some dude. And I'm like, oh, my God, Johnny Legs is just talking to people. And I start, I'm like, I'm fucking in this. And I start <gasps> messaging, like, yes. on the live, yeah. being like, please me. <laughs> Hello please from me. Melbourne. Yeah. And big shout out to the <laughs> listeners who jumped on the live as well, who were like, admission to the conversation, admission. But he kept adding all these other people and he didn't really uh. know how to run a live. At one point he had four people on. At one point he had a, a kid on that was like dancing for him. It was weird, but I was gunning for it and we were pushing and then all of a sudden Zach Ruane jumps in and he starts asking questions. John's not pa- – people are now saying like on the chat, Leguizamarama, like there's a podcast about you. The host of the podcast is here and whatever and he just yeah, didn't even chat. give us – a bar. Oh, John. Now, as someone now, who has been on lives, I can, like, uh, you miss the lot. majority of the comments coming through. Um, and I also was very careful because, like, sometimes he'd be talking about very serious things and I'd be like, I'm going to pull back. I'm going to pull back on the comments, you know, because mm. I don't want him talking about, like, very serious topics. And I'm like, Leguizamarama! I had far less awareness than that. <laughs> <laughs> like, far like, less yeah. awareness. He would have been, he could have been talking about genocide. And I was like, I have a podcast about you! <laughs> we watched Regarding Henry last week. <laughs> was that so, like, just the, I can imagine how exciting you would have been oh, thinking maybe. Just shitting my panties. I was so 
keen for it and I was so sure. What was I was, your line going to be? I was such an arrogant little cunt. Oh, no. I was like, I mean, he's going to pick me. <laughs> He's, not only does he know we have a podcast about him, but people are gunning for me in this chat. On this tram, what did you prep in your head that you were going to say to John Leguizamo when he said, hello, Mish? Oh, my God. Hi, John. <laughs> I didn't have a – I wasn't prepared. Oh, okay. I would, and without Zach there as my anchor, <laughs> I would have been fucked. I would have ruined any opportunity he would have had for future contact. But uh, probably just something along the lines of, like, hello, we're giant fans – we have Titan AE coming out this week on our podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about Titan AE? Yeah. What was it like playing Grog, Gro- Goon. Goon on Titan AE? We have our friend Annie Lumsden coming on next week to watch Sisters with us. Yeah. What do you think that. of Sisters? What was Sisters? How funny is Maya like? Rudolph? <laughs> did, did you think about or talk about Titan AE much on the set of Sisters? Mm. Um, from my perspective, though, I had a really great journey because I came in late. Uh, I I uh, had a shower because um, I had to. It was on Wednesday, I think. It was the night of um, the gala, the show, uh, all star show. So I had a performance that night, and I was like, "Oh, I really need to prepare for that." But fuck, I gotta watch John Leguizamo's first ever Instagram live. Mm. So I missed the first chunk, and I came on, and it was four people. Um, which is new because Instagram Live in the past has only been two people. Mm. I was like, oh, he's talking to four people. But I don't really recognise these people that he's talking to because you, you can, like, hook people into your chats. It's like, I don't really recognise these people and they're talking about his career. And I didn't know what was going on because I was like, who are these people? And Mish kept being like, let me in, let me in, let, let's chat. And I'm like, Mish, he's already got the four people <laughs> that he's planned to talk to. Again, I have zero awareness at this point. I am just no, no, but, hyperventilating. But you're, you're you knew what was happening more aware moment, of what's yeah. going on. I thought it was John and like three other like Behind the scenes. Of, or oh, like yeah. three other working <laughs> actors that I just didn't recognise, right? And then one person leaves the chat. He's like, see you later. And they're like, and I love your work, man. And I'm like, that's an odd thing to say. And then he brings in another person and it's just this man that's like, oh, my God, John Leguizamo. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, man, chill out. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, you're John Leguizamo. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, my God. And then the other guy that he's chatting to, this guy that's so confident and is talking to him like an equal, is like, goes up to his mum. He's like, mum, look. Look, Coletto's way. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Mish is trying to get on this yeah. Instagram Live because no one has explained how Instagram Lives work to John. Yeah, John's got no clue. And he is accepting oh, live requests from, from random people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, put oh, on him. Oh, oh. Just He's 56 I, well, years young. He's going for it. He got some kid on at I one point him. that was not communicating with him at all and was, like, showing him random, like, stuff that was on his television and dancing for him and stuff. And John was just, like, trying <laughs> like to act dancing like Dancing really, for him. Just the yeah. Like, and John was trying to act like, oh, yeah, that's cool. But obviously this kid was, like, losing his mind. And then John somehow realised how to get, get him out of the chat, which was great. But he just, he, end of the day, he never accepted my request. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I never got on to the live. And someone Probably sat him lives. down now and explained, oh, you don't add people at random, you just respond to their comments. Someone's explained that to him now. So I feel so bad that I wasn't there to support you at the start mm. 
to get on that because, but even still, because like, that was the, the window. Guys, it was a crapshoot. This is John Leguizamo. I mean, do you know how many people are requested to get into that chat? <laughs> you guys, you gave it your all and yeah. I'm proud of you. Thank you. You did so alive. good, Mish. Yeah. I was really I proud really of you tried. Too. He did say at the end we should do this again sometime, but definitely in his head he was like, I'm never doing that fucking shitstorm again. I think he was thinking we should do it again, but like some 20-year-old kid who's making 50K a year mm. who works for the company that helps him with social media mm. has sat him down now and said, oh, by the way, mm. don't add people. That's more for like other celebrities. So that that I think what's going to happen is he might respond to comments. We might be able to get him to doing say like our a, podcast. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that podcast. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> But that's the, but that I think the window that you really valiantly tried to get, yeah. which was which was on on the live with him. You think that's closed? Sh- or or maybe oh, not. I don't think so. Do you see the picture that he did to advertise it? It's just like him lying on his pillows in his bed. Yeah, and written some. He's in London right now. I don't think any of the people at his social media company watch that live. I, no, I think he's gone rogue. <laughs> I think he's gone rogue. You know, he's writing a comic book right now. Yeah, he loves he it. He loves he's it. Just and he, we want him to stop working so bad so this podcast doesn't go forever. But the guy doesn't stop fucking <sighs> working. He's like I just have to look up sword. Titan AE on he my He did That's just thing. movies. Just yeah. movies. Oh, and I think TV series. During 2020, which was, uh, which was a COVID fire, mm. he did six films. He's so dependable. <laughs> Or He's, six projects or something. You know how Dwayne The Rock Johnson talks about being the hardest worker in the room? Yeah. Fuck off. He's not. No. He's, he's got nothing on, got nothing on, on legs. On. Oh, no. The, oh, and Dwayne wishes he had an ounce of the charisma. Do you think, do you think Dwayne Lambert could has. do a live on Instagram with fans? <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. His, <laughs> his would be different. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. What's our degrees of separation from Dwayne? Is he going to hear this and get upset? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, all right, go. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. We should talk about sisters. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, right. So, Zachary Thomas Ruane, it's your turn to do the blurb today. Fantastic. Let's do it's it. It's definitely something you've remembered to do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like I asked you five minutes before we started and recording, did you, you write me, the blurb? And I said, 100%, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> sisters is a 2015 American comedy film directed by Jason Moore, written by Paula Pell, and is the second collaboration between Tina Fey and Amy Poehler following the film Baby Mama 2008. Um, the film centres on adult, <laughs> sisters Kate, adult sisters Kate, an irresponsible single mother, and Maura, a kind-hearted nurse and recent divorcee, who are summoned back to their childhood home by their parents to clean out their bedroom before <laughs> the house gets sold. sold. 
the film was released on, on December, December 18, 18 2015, 2015 by Universal <laughs> Pictures. Received mixed reviews, though most critics praised the chemistry of the lead actresses and grossed $105 million on a production budget of $33 million. Just one second. John Leguizamo as Dave. <laughs> Zach, for the purposes of the podcast, who is Dave? Dave is um, uh, Dave is an old high school bud. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to mac on with uh, Tina Fey, mm-hmm. who's like a party She's animal. A bad girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is like still he's. Like, he's still a bit of a party boy. Can I add on that? That line that Amy Poehler says in their first scene together, something about he says something gross or does something, she goes, that made my legs feel funny. I was like, same, Amy. Like, I had a visceral reaction yeah. to the movements this, he was doing. This movie was made right before the third wave of feminism. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was made right before the third wave of feminism. So some of the stuff in there oh, probably wouldn't, Amy and Tina wouldn't have written into a film. Well, they didn't write well, this one. they didn't one. write it. Oh, they didn't. Paula Pell. Which is very interesting because. Oh, that makes sense. Tina produced it, but no, they did not write it. Oh, well, that makes sense. That makes sense why it's not as funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it wasn't funny. <laughs> Okay, now, Paula so, Pell's great. Oh, I love Paula Pell. Yeah, she's very funny. Yeah. But yeah, the film is okay. <laughs> I think it is of its, it's, it's, it's of its. Do you know what? I, I'm, I'm curious to hear your journey with it because, because I used, I, I used to work at a cinema. Ah. <gasps> and this. What movie, was the out? What was the setup of that? <laughs> so you'd come up. This movie was, uh, and like, fuck, I'm glad I've given the audience a short. Can I? Here. Can I guess? Okay. Yeah. This is Cinema Four. No. Oh, fuck. Have a think about it. Week one. We're talking week one. Where is it? Jam Kay. Factory. <laughs> Jam Factory? It's not a seven. No. I, th- I think it could be a five. No, it was more of a one, two, three. Okay. It was more of a one, two, three situation. Is that good? And it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's um, medium rare. If <sighs> Cinema 4 is rare... And uh, oh. Cinema Seven is well done. It's a medium rare. Okay. It's 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 on the end of smaller. It's the right. after. It's not as small as eight or four, but it's definitely <laughs> not a five. Cinema math. <laughs> <laughs> One two three is 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 a small medium. Yeah. You know it's a it's a it's a you got small, medium, large, okay. XL. Okay. XXL seven is XXL. Okay. That's it's, a good move. That's a big one. It was a medium, but really like a Harry Potter's a medium that makes oh, you feel shit. We don't talk about those in a minute. Oh, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was it was the sort of movie I used to like. It, it's the sort of movie that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that mid low to mid budget. Yeah. Did you see it? In- no, so I didn't see it because I heard it wasn't written by Tina Fey yeah. or Amy Poehler, which is their biggest strength. It was them performing a friend's film. Mm. I heard it was like middling. So I never watched it because I thought it was middling in like a two-star way, right? Mm. So that's what I went into it expecting today when I watched it this morning. And I personally was pleasantly surprised that I felt it was middling in a three-star kind of way. Mm. So I went in expecting a two and was pleasantly surprised and had a great time with my three-star film. Oh, fantastic. Fair enough. Now I'm curious to hear your responses. (laughs) Annie Lumsden. What? You saw this at the cinema. Yeah. Wow. I erased a lot of it from my mind. Yeah? Do you yeah. remember? Tell us what you did that day. 
Oh, the cinema? No, 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 the day that you saw Sisters. What was happening for you that day? Yeah, what was happening this is, for you that I day? was scared you'd ask this because you guys love nostalgia and I don't remember past a week ago. <laughs> I just I was hanging out with my friend Broden and we went to the cinema uh, as we do, like, every chance we get. Mm. I can't, this is 2015? Yeah. So Did I'm you get popcorn? Would you have gotten food? Um, we would have gotten we would have gotten food. Do you share? Um, I would have said I don't want a popcorn because I'm 25 and I'm trying not to, and then I would have eaten all his popcorn. Yeah. Which cinema do you reckon you would have seen? I that? reckon it would have been <laughs> at a. We're 25. I've uh, just moved to Melbourne. All right, well, Melbourne Central. It would have been. Oh, the city. You I reckon it would city. have been the city. Before we got cool and we got our memberships to Palace Westgarth. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, a cool to cinema. To dox myself. Yeah. <laughs> that's a very cool cinema. Yeah. Um, so I'd never seen this film. This is the first time I'd yeah. seen this movie. I didn't research this movie a hell of a lot. I didn't realise that Tina There's and Amy didn't write it. Mm. So now I know that they didn't write it. It actually does change my opinion <laughs> a little bit because... I thought I'm, I'm, I, I think Tina and Amy are so funny um, and I didn't think this was the funniest movie in the world. It had funny moments. It had moments of, ha, huh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it wasn't belly laugh, pause the film, I can't handle how funny that is. It had little moments of, ha, huh, but Tina and Amy are, are belly laugh creators. I would like, yeah, it was weird that, but like Tina was a producer and then being the... I I had this opinion and then I did research a little bit and others have it too. What do you think of Tina as the bad girl? Interesting. Good for her. Having fun. Yeah. (laughs) Good to challenge. Good to challenge yourself. Yeah. Um, She said things like, oh, I wrote it down actually. She said things like, uh, you're a fun as shit little sister. you got to let it rip. (laughs) I might be wrong. I might be wrong and I might be entirely making this up, but I think I heard about this film whether it was on purpose that they did this or but i heard that the roles were intended for the other, as the, for the other way around uh-huh. and then they were like they did baby mama let's that mix way. it up and let's swap it yeah maybe because of baby yeah. mama they swapped mm. i think it's oh look i think like um now that i know who wrote it she's a great great writer as yeah. well she's done really awesome stuff i think it's one of those things that tina fey has said it she is a better writer than she is a performer and I think she's at her best as a performer when she's doing her writing, her own writing. Yeah. And I think it's a shame that they've never written a movie together. Who, Paula Palin? Uh, no, no, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. They, they wrote Baby Mama. Did they write Baby Mama? Uh, I think. Oh, I thought Baby Why Mama was um, was com- the same situation, but I haven't seen Baby Mama no, either. No, Tina Fey hasn't had that many. Like, she had Mean Girls, which was like, no. oh, that's the zeitgeist. But she, did she not They write didn't it? write Baby Mama no. either. That was written by Michael McCullers. This is the point, what right? They? They're two fantastic writers <laughs> and they've never <laughs> written the films. You know what they did write? I'm thinking of, like, the award speeches. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and and Tina Fey wrote Thirty Rock, which is like fire. Oh, get which out! Is incredible. Yeah, yeah. their award speeches are some of my favorites. Yeah, I think that they do that for a movie. So like good. Yeah, time. very very good. I I just I didn't think that this. If okay, if Tina and <laughs> it's okay, you don't have to like it. Sorry, no 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 no. Genuinely, genuinely, I didn't hate it. Like oh yeah. shit, um, I just Mitch smacked it. I punched just, a telly. I just punched a telly. <laughs> She's so mad. I'm really mad. mad. Um. No, I, I I, think if Amy and Tina weren't established and weren't known for being so fucking hilarious, I don't think this movie did them justice. No. Um, but it was enjoyable. Like it's a bit – I will never watch it again. 
Um, I, I know that for sure. But that doesn't mean I had to. I would also never watch the movie Buried again. I enjoyed it, but it was full on. Mm. Sisters wasn't full on like Buried was, mm. but it had that same like, oh, that was nice. I never need to watch that again. That that, that it exists almost as like it's the <laughs> stocking filler of movies. That's yes. exactly what it yeah. is. Yes. That is it is the bath bomb of Christmas presents. Yeah. Yeah. It is the hand bath cream of bomb. it is the hand cream of birthday presents. Uh, and that's yes. the yes. place that comedy ninety nine percent of the time <laughs> comp- <laughs> she's got it. That metaphor, I can't. Oh, it's a type of film. Like yeah. <laughs> What's that? Sorry? I said it fizzled like a bath bomb. Fizzled <laughs> like a bath bomb. No, because it is. It's that sort of movie. You know, we talked about the drama equivalent because I think regarding Henry is in the same category. Like it's mm-hmm. like you spend $30 million on a movie that's pretty solid. It comes out. You, you try not to release it on the same week as Titanic. Mm. But other than that, you you know, oh. like you'll, you'll make your money back. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, this is great. In my research. I uh, love research. Uh, That's why yeah. guests are good. I love, I love having guests on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Tell me about. When I looked it up, uh, so someone was lamenting the fact that it uh, was premiering the same weekend as the new Star Wars. There you there go. You go. <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay. that. It's exactly a counter-programming. Or, like the, the world as it exists, I think this will shift now that the mood, like everything's changing post-COVID. Mm. But there was this sort of move towards like you spend two hundred million, three hundred million on a movie that cannot fail. Mm. Like like Spider Man, The Amazing Spider Man Two, the second Andrew Garfield film, made seven hundred and eighty million dollars and was considered a disappointment because that's the sort of movies they make now. That this sort of movie where it's just like. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you go to a private school and you get your VCE results. Yeah, and if you get. Somewhere between seventy yeah. and ninety. Yeah, yeah. You guys got to watch Operation. <laughs> because Vast at a private school, next. if you don't get over ninety-five, yeah. you're a big dumb. Cunt. I can't you guys express. Watched, oh, sorry. Oh no, you go. You no, go. I, wa- I was in the middle of watching Sisters, and I kept having to pause it because my partner was watching was it Operation Varsity Blues about the uh, the scandal, like when that Felicity Huffman went to jail for. for <gasps> I want to watch that. Yeah, for the testing. Um, yeah, just anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. What an interesting good. house that was that night. Yeah. <laughs> 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 were we were you watching it in the same room? Yeah. yeah. I was on the laptop it? because we don't see each other very much these days because we're both very busy. So and I said I have to watch this for a podcast at once. So in one, like in one corner of the room, it's yeah. like some line like, "Hey, you can't just go straight to anal." Yeah. And then <laughs> in the other corner of the room, it's like Felicity Huffman now has three and months. Like, and I went to jail, and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like that um, poor man, and then the sinkhole went down. <laughs> um, I do. I have a. I have a mini rant that I can go on. Wow, look, spark we a love a rant. Um, I've always had a big issue with um, Tina Fey. Careful. No, no, no. I love her. Love her. Um, how she's so, like, celebrated for for representing women that aren't thin and aren't, like, Is fit she? and beautiful. Yeah. And she writes about it in her book as well. And, like, it's this whole thing about, like, Tina Fey, she's not your ideal body type, but she's funny, so she's hot. Um She's got the best figure, and this yeah. movie showed that to me. She talks a bit. Yeah, that's I interesting. I think she says she's lauded for bit. She just has like a laundry list of attributes that women are now expected to have and how fucking She talks about how challenging it is yeah. to have to have that body. She feels like 
she talks about, like, I've heard her talk about. Oh, like, maybe I've got it wrong. She fits then. in sample sizes and she says, but yes, that's only because X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so she talks about that her body is well, a burden. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't about her. Like, it was just, I've, I've read before that, yeah. like, she's not considered, okay, she's not considered. A, an ideal beauty yeah, yeah, in yeah. Hollywood. No, she's got glasses and brown hair. Yeah, but in this film, she's so fucking hot, and it just so really it yeah. it got my goat. But it sounds yeah. like I might be a bit off. No, she, she's I, yeah. no. I think she talks about how she she feels burdened by that expectation, and she she meets it. Mm. But she she didn't grow up like that. She grew up very normal, like you know, and and then. I think it's her that talks about the talk shows and stuff where she has to go on. She's like, I have to think of a funny story like any mm. male comedian, but I also have to fit into a sample size yeah. Versace dress mm. as well. Like it's like when she goes on a talk show, she also has to think about How that. She talks that? about yeah. like the ongoing unrealistic, unrealistic expectations. Like she remembers like when Jello, I think she says like brought the leg meat and then and then women's bodies as they were were celebrated everywhere. She's like, no, like all Jello did was an add to the next thing that women yeah. were expected to have, like a booty on top of no waist. Oh yeah, it's booty. insane. Yeah. It's like you look. Look at the '90s and how the the it thing was to be up and down, like a Kate Moss or a Winona mm. Ryder, yeah. like no eyebrows, wafy, yeah. skinny as your eyebrows. Yeah, and then all it took was in ten years' time, you've got to look like a Kardashian, which is your big butt, your big Tina's on it. I think she's yeah, but she is beautiful, mm. isn't that? No, oh, she's gorgeous. She's got her own stuff as well. She only does this side of her face because of uh, her slashed up face. Really? Yeah, Who? Tina Fey. What? Oh, my God. I'm such a big fan. I think she's incredible. She doesn't talk about it. So when she was, like, five years old, she was playing outside her house and a man came along and cut up her face with a knife. What? She's got, look, she's got a big scar on this side of her face. And so whenever she does films or TV shows, she always has the, tries to get the camera on like, the left side of her face. So you don't – like, she's still beautiful and it's just like a scar. But I didn't know she, that. That's something that affects her. And, what a yeah. fucked thing. You're just hanging out and playing and some guy comes and yeah. slashes up your face with a knife. She doesn't talk about it. But, yeah, she, yeah. Yeah, but she's great. I love her even more. <laughs> she's just like, she's like, it doesn't define me. Don't, you know, just, mm. I love talk about it. <laughs> I love Maya Rudolph. Love. Yes. I love Maya Rudolph. I love John and Maya together. That oh, was that was a nice. Twist. Spoiler alert. No, no, no. Yeah, we've done the spoiler alert. Okay. We can say everything. Um, they fucked they the house up at the end. <laughs> um, no, John and Maya end up hooking up in the film, and it's just lovely. Like, yeah. what a lovely little combo of people. He's so intense with every character he interacts with in that film. Do you know what I mean? Like, he'd like the, the look down, the look up, yeah. the sexy eyes at everybody yeah. from this little man in this wine. This is, this is primo dad Guizamo, but yeah. being sexy. He's not sexy Luigi, but my God, is he an attractive dad Guizamo. I think. It's upsetting. <laughs> I think with, with the, that I would say this is one of. For this, because I agree, I think like these sorts of films are burdened by plot. Because if you've only yeah. got an hour and a half to do comedy, mm. you're spending so much time on like character development and story. There and are four montages in this. Film. Yeah, you know <laughs> it, these. This type of film, it's like it's rare that this type of film cuts through and is like brilliant. I think Bridesmaids is an example of a film that is this genre mm. where, that is like top notch. Yeah. yeah, but Love usually Bridesmaids. these films are a little plot heavy and not. You know, it's like they're enjoyable, but they, but it's, I think one of the best roles for, for like one of the best comedic John roles I've seen. I agree. Yeah. yeah it, 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 he, they sometimes he's a little bit, they, it's people kind of not quite giving him the right part for what he's good at. Mm. And it's like, it's right on the, I think it's his best comedic role that we've seen yet. Yeah. 
I think that's a very good point. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, also super chill. (laughs) It was very slow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, he was, and he wore a Hawaiian shirt. Wore a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know. I just really, I was like, they did a good job when they said, "Oh my god, this party's lame," and he was like, "You need drugs? I got it." I was like, "Oh, that was a good line delivery." It's really funny. And like when he was that that bit, that was one of the funniest bits of the movie where he's trying to. Like he was proposing a threesome, and yeah. like, oh, and like, and they're like, sw- like he just having fun, and he rarely gets this kind of comedic film. He mm. usually gets films that are like where he's being comedic, and he's not given the funniest writing. It was nice to see him in like a Saturday Night Live style yeah. film where he could riff with other comedians. I wonder and- if he's ever done Saturday Night Live. Surely not. We would know. No, I don't know if he has. How good would it be if John was on Saturday Night Live? He must have. Yeah. You're a Saturday Night Live fan, right? I reckon late 90s, John. I watch the the clips on YouTube where someone says, have you seen this sketch? And then I watch those. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Saturday Night Live movies when they get it right. So often they don't. It's Blues Brothers. End yeah. of list. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Oh, Bridesmaids is. Was that just started as a sketch? Was it? Did that? Oh, no, wait, wait you mean the one that started? I meant that, like, actors uh, from Saturday Night Live, they all get together and they make Oh, films. I thought you meant, like, it started as a sketch and they turn it into a movie. Blues Brothers is the only one that's done that. I yeah, I love oh, Blues Brothers. Oh, the Saturday Night Live movies. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of them. Yeah, and we know. Oh, okay. I was, like, looking up hosting. I thought you just said that Blues Brothers is the only one. I was no. like, oh, then you've made a horrible mistake. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't know how to bring Shame. this up, but no, no, I misheard. Um, um, there are a lot of nice people in this movie. Yeah, Sorry? so many. Mm. How nice was the uh, feature of Diane Weiss or Weiss in this film was she as the their mum? Yeah, and James Brolin oh. was the dad. Great. <laughs> yeah, couldn't fault him. Yeah, and um, there's a scene where they go to the parents' house start and have a chat or whatever, and they were in the middle of having a fuck, mm. and that was funny. The sexy heels. Yeah, and the, like the and she was all flushed back from lace sex stockings, like yeah. the kind of stockings. That uh, Liza Minnelli and Cabrera wears <laughs> with the line. <laughs> so good. Like, yeah, and the post- dad. Yeah, the na- James yeah, very fun. Yeah. Do you know who I thought was great? Who I who I think is really really underrated. I hope you say the big muscle man. I'm thinking of no. John Cena. John, John, John Cena. Cena. No, no, um, not John Cena. He is great. <laughs> yeah, he he's was very great. good. He plays the drug dealer. He's heaps of fun. Very funny. But no, Bobby Monaghan. I had to look him up. I always forget his last name. Who's that? The friend oh, that th- the the guy that thinks nine. he's funny. Oh, who sticks his dick in the paint? Yeah, the and funniest. thinks he does drugs. The bit where he comes in. He thinks so he does stevia. Yeah, thinks he does stevia, <laughs> and he accidentally does a really hardcore drug, which is such a trope. But the, the, basically he's the character that, like, they don't want to invite to the party because he tries too hard to be funny but isn't. So funny. And it's like, oh, that's a funny setup. And the bit where he comes to the party is, mm. like, I was, like, uh, these sorts of movies, particularly because we do comedy, I don't laugh that much when I watch a comedy on my own. I was laughing so much when he came to the party with his, like, what is he doing? Like, welcome, welcome to, to Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> He does like four libations, like everything. <laughs> yeah, like libations, oh. and it's like I'm, he it's did one four of those references in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it just like that moment, that sequence. I was like, I'm gonna like cut this out so and show funny. this. It's like funny. it's such a real, uh, you know, when like uh, the and it was writing as well, but performance is that combo of like you know when like like 
fuck, I've been trying to, like, nail that character. I've, yeah. That's a character I've th- thought is funny, that we <laughs> yeah. all know people like that, and I've never quite been able to nail him. There and that, is. He nails it. <laughs> the writing nails it. So yeah. <laughs> welcome. It's so funny. And just the person that you're like, oh, yeah. Got- <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I worry that I'm, I was that person in high school. No. We all were. No, in high school. Oh, in high um, school. Yeah. No. A little bit. We were all quoting Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. And Dumb and Dumb. But the, the, that type of person is the type of person that's nothing but it. And it's the... Yeah. I, I want to say names because we all know because we have shared, but I won't. Just yeah. mouth it off the mic. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> just that type of person that is like not... Like, you, like comic timing... You either have it or you don't. I really yeah. believe that. Like, you can learn so many skills on top of it, but if you don't have that instinct, and it's the person that doesn't have that instinct but decided at, like, 12 that they were going to be funny. Like, they decided to be the funny guy. Mm, yeah. So funny. I might, yeah, I know that part. That made me laugh. I'll say that. <laughs> that oh, God, it it's good. You know, and they'd come oh. in and they'd just be like, oh, 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 and they're always, like, a step. They're always like a step behind the comedic beat, if that makes sense. Or yeah. they're always like. Now I am worried that this is me. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You wouldn't be a working comedian if it was you. <laughs> like, it's the person that's not a comedian. It's the person that, like, yeah. um, just doesn't know how to hit a joke. It's, do you know what it is? What it's is the it? person that will. Oh, this drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> and often it's like this person has this quality it's the person who will start a conversation by saying that reminds me of last thursday so that someone there says what happened last (laughs) thursday like do you know what i mean was it yeah Yeah. (laughs) or if they're like or they'll just be on their phone or something and then they'll say something along the lines of like oh thank god that got sorted so that you go, <laughs> what got sorted, cunt? Like, I, I hate that. Do you know the person yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. exactly that. Yeah. Guy. And it's but then the... just if you don't uh, engage it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And it's also the way they, they the way they do that, character is like the, the, there's huge amounts of like cut to yeah. the awkward, the, the polite laughter. It's it's a very good observation <laughs> of a character. Like the, from the writing perspective, it's so, oh, man, it tickled me something <laughs> right now. Was very, I was just sitting was there good. on my laptop just be like, oh. <laughs> I, I would have started the film there. Just <laughs> um, I also I loved the scene where Amy Poehler tries to have sex with that guy that she met that was doing the gardening. Yeah. And the way she was, like, she was very drunk and she'd obviously never, like, had... It was just it was it lacked all suave and sexy, yeah, which is so great because um, from, not from necessarily personal experience, but just generally speaking, uh, one night stands or hitting on someone for the first time or going to bed with someone for the first time is often like a contrived level of sexy. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Oh, 100%, yeah, it's that yeah. really contrived, like, well, like maybe it's best time for you to take your pants off mm. or something like that. And it's just like you don't talk to people like that it's not that sexy but because you're told that this situation is sexy it feels sexy does that make sense yeah and she was just like all right get him up off off the pants here we go here we go it's time for us to have sex and it was just really like that is exactly how you feel in that situation and it isn't ever this kind of like oh baby you feel so smooth under my skin it is this kind of like oh we're touching. Oh, look at that guy. And I just thought that that was just this really beautiful little that moment nice. of like, that is really how, in my opinion, 
I would want it handled. Uh, Amy Poehler is like I think okay. one of the I think the best at like under the influence acting comedy. Oh, so good. Very funny. There's an episode of I'm not crazy Parks and Rec. Pa- about yeah. Parks and Rec. It's not like it's not that I it's just not a show that really hit me. Because I, I think she's at her best when she's a little crazy and she plays such a straight-down-the-line character in that sitcom. But there's that one episode where she's, like... She's at the club. Yeah, yeah. she's done... Like, she's had to... Like, she's under some sort of medicine. This like, is a Zowry's <laughs> medicine. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She's under a medicine. And she it is so funny. She is mm. so funny. It's like, I would love to see a film with her and Tina Fey. Like, Tina Fey... As the head writer on the film, Amy Poehler, like, going crazy, like, mm. go, doing the crazy, because I've never seen her, like, fully unbridled. And I'm sure there's stuff, like, on Saturday Night Live, because she's, like, that would be, like, someone just give them $40 million yeah. to, like, do what they want, because I think they would do something really fucking weird so and good. special. <laughs> Why haven't they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't a strange know. thing. Hollywood, yeah. baby. Hollywood, baby. Hey, Hollywood, being that sexy, why, do, why always are ending it up the butt? Why always, why does some contraption get up the butt in the end? Oh, yeah. What's your opinion on... Uh, what, when he sat on that thing and it yeah, was Yeah, why, why is something going up your ass a trope? I don't know. I think it's just an easy joke, really. Yeah, like yeah. something can, going up your bum. Yeah, um, little ballerina. It's just, it's just like poo jokes. You can cut this part. I just. Oh no, we don't edit. We don't edit. <laughs> um, oh, no. Yeah, we so edit. we're yeah. fucked. Don't say anything you don't want to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the up the butt jokes. Uh, like it's not that. You yeah, don't do it for okay. me. The stuff that does it for me is the like the welcome to Jurassic Park That's stuff yeah. and like. That really you know, tickled Maya Rudolph. Also, with Maya Rudolph plays the character that they didn't invite to the party, but she wants in on the party really bad. And she was the girl in high school that they weren't friends with. Oh. She was a bit uppity and she was a bit of a, like I'm assuming a bit of a snob. Um, and at first Maya's character's like, well, I don't even want to come to your party anyway. Mm. But then she like tries to break into the party multiple times and it's just very funny. And the scene where they confront each other about why they angry and Maya's like, why did you invite me? It's just so funny. The Game of Thrones viewing uh, party with rules. Like that was very, that was very, <laughs> sorry, I'm mouthing real people. Yeah. <laughs> it's not very fair I to the audience. I missed it. Would you say uh, that? I'll tell loud? you later. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah. that, like <laughs> mouthing the rules, like having the rules yeah. and like that Game of Thrones. Geo two nights. Yeah. yeah, it's so funny. Oh, the idea of like you're not allowed to say the actor's name with no phones. It's yeah. just like. They were uh, drinking non-alcoholic wine. <laughs> <laughs> Rules, rules is so funny. Very well realised characters. It's like you almost just wish they were able to like run a little more free with those characters. Yeah, well, that's what I. That's how I felt, and I think that you hit the nail on the head. For me, it's not like I didn't enjoy this film. I did, but the plot became more important than the characters, Mm. and it wasn't necessary for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. like I really do believe that these these should be like character focused. Comedies. I'm trying to think of more examples of ones that where they they do it really really well. Bride, Bridesmaids, Bridesmaids is a very is good a really example. great example. I think the Wedding Singer is a really good wedding example. Wedding Singer is an awesome example. Hang the first Hangover is a really good example. Yeah. yeah, of like 
Hangover being a really good example of like how much it should have not worked yeah. and it did. Super bad. Super bad. Is a perfect example. Like probably hasn't aged that well, but fuck that movie's funny because it is so character driven yeah. and mm. not plot driven. We have to get to a party. Uh-oh, obstacles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I did enjoy this film, but... I, there were there were things about it that I thought were lacking, but I mean, who the fuck am I? No, but that's it. And then you hear, no, "Who are you? No, you're, you've got podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> like I do. I'm more. important, <laughs> so my opinion does matter. Isn't we bring fun? joy to people's lives. Mm. It's joy. Yes, we fill their ears. We we take keep away the boredom while people are on public transport or walking their dogs. That's true. How many Leguistamos? Um. So. You've listened to our podcast before, but for oh, anyone who doesn't know, Leguistamo. Who cares? You'll, you'll work it <laughs> you'll out. Work it How out. many Leguistamos? How Leguizamo do, Leguizamo-y do I find this film? So I, I thought his character was fun. Um, I thought he did very well. Like you said, I think it's one of his strongest comedic characters that I've seen. Um, and he wore a fun little shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. Um, yeah, look, I think uh, just for the virtue of like... John getting the play, getting to, like I said, best comedic mm. John Leguizamo we've seen. He gets to play. I'm going to give it four Leguistamos. That's not bad. I think it, it very much does it, like, it, it, it only for the fact that he was not in it more. Yeah. Mm. That's the only, because he's in it, it. It's so easy. John, I think, is at his best comedically in an easy sort of, like, when it's easy, fun, chill, playful. And I just felt like... More than anything, this film felt like everyone was just having a good time. <laughs> you know, everyone yeah. on that film is making... John's making his money from Sid the Sloth. Um, yeah. yeah. Paula's making her money from Parks and Rec. Tina Fey's making her money from 30 Rock. They're all wealthy, comfortable, <laughs> happy, and someone said to them, hey, you want to go down? Paula's written this script. You want to go down to Florida for a couple of months, <laughs> yeah. make a film, hang out, have fun? We'll just cast all our mates from SNL and they've just gone, yeah, they're having a good time. <laughs> Beautiful. Time. So I give them four Leguistamos because everyone's having a good time. That's so nice. That's so nice. <laughs> Annie, Annie Lumsden. He made my tummy feel yucky and I can't decide whether to give him more or less stars for that. I think he was going for that. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to consider that he's an actor. That's it. Yeah, and he's, he's an actor. And I, I was like, oh, he's so good. But that one part, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I a little twinged. Um, yeah, I'll I'll sit on three and a half as well. Good job. Good good job, job. John. John, we loved your work in this film. (laughs) John, we think you're fucking great. Let's jump on an Instagram live. Let's have a chat. Um, I will do a really quick plug for an excellent comedy festival show that's coming up called... Can you let Annie at least plug hers? No, I'm a little bit. That's what I was about to do. Why are you going to plug some separate show? I was going to plug Annie's show. Joking, mate. I know you're about to plug Annie's show. Annie, can you please tell us all about Annie and Lena's show at comedy festival? Yeah, we can do it together Okay, in unison. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Um, um, Annie and Lena in, in this, this is, is our show in Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the Butterfly Club at 10 p.m. 
Do we want to tell the audience a little bit about what it's about? What no. the, What they can expect? No. I yes. think it'd be fun. <laughs> okay, on. if you're a sister. Yeah, come on, see Annie and Lena. We're Annie doing this. Annie and Lena. <laughs> Annie and Lena, and this is our show. <laughs> um, Annie and Lena have really, really, really funny stuff on YouTube, so if you want to check Thanks. that out as well, you should. Definitely go and see this show. I saw them live, not last year because it wasn't a festival, yeah. um, but the year before, and Fuck, it was so good. Thanks, they got nominated dude. for stuff. We did. We called so, it This Is Our Pilot mm. and that was our first show. Now this one, This Is Our Show and boy, that's the end. That's, that's the pinnacle. <laughs> now you're fucked. Um, but no, honestly, go see it. You guys are so, so funny. It's I, like uh, two friends hanging out on stage. It's got that energy. It's like yeah. if you like listening to ch- podcast, like it's a sketch show. Yep. Our, yeah. I think our little, our little tagline Leah came up with is it's all about farts, feminism and feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Nice. It's just a good time. It's like it's it's like you're sitting around with your mates and they're telling yelling funny at you. stories or yelling <laughs> at you. No, yeah, yeah. Funny yeah and it's very it's very like warm. You guys mm. have a warm, friendly presence. Absolutely. It's very nice. I feel like a third friend in when I watch your show. You guys can Is that all, a fair way to put it? I think that's they're beautiful. They're so nice. Please all come and be our friend. We can have up to 30 friends in the room at one time. So. <laughs> 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 um, Annie, thank you so much for coming on and doing our silly little podcast and watching Sisters with us this week. I'm a big fan. Thanks, Mission Zach. Oh, thank you. Of Sisters or us? Uh, um, uh, you. Yeah! <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.